welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Okay. So, we're going to talk about more computer stuff. Yay. <laughs> stuff that you like. Stuff that I know. Or And you like. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah. Do you not like computer stuff anymore? <laughs> no, I know about them. But I like them because I know. Yeah. No? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about those machines that you have in your office right now. Uh-huh. Um, and they sound like washing machines running every day. Chick, 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 no, they make chick. the... <laughs> yeah. So, I think those are your RAID machines. Mm, sure. Hard drives. Yeah. Though your hard drives, uh-huh. which run some sort of software called RAID. Uh-huh. Okay, now, can you tell me what is a RAID? What are RAIDs? <laughs> so, a RAID... A RAID. ...is a gaming terminology when you go beat the big boss. No, I'm just kidding. Does Different it stand for anything? Because it's a ca- it's all capital. Redundant array... In redundancy. <laughs> I'm just of, kidding. Of uh, individual discs i think so what is it a redundant array of individual discs okay uh or, no inexpensive discs like the inexpensive part is actually like what it was originally so basically you have a hard drive uh-huh. okay uh either back in the day or today um hard drives are not expensive but they might not have the capacity that you need like back in the day it would be 250 megabytes on a hard drive. Yeah. Like, that's great, but like it's not... a lot of money. A lot of money, yeah. Nowadays, you get 18 terabytes on a hard drive, and that's not a lot of money. But sometimes you need more than 18 terabytes. Um, so you would have to have a, a system where you can join up multiple hard drives to get more space. Does that make sense? Why can't you just use... Even if you have multiple hard drives, why can't you just use, okay, this hard drive, I'm doing this, this hard drive, I use this, and then you just fill it up and you move on to another hard drive? So, think of it this way. If if you ha- if you were back in the day, you were in the days of a hard drive was uh, 2 gigabytes. Yeah. Okay? You have a file that's 1.5 gigabytes. Uh, in fact, you have lots of files that are 1.5 gigabytes. You could either have one hard drive per 1.5 gigabyte file... But then you have a whole, like, quarter of a hard drive that you can't use, right? Okay. Whereas if you have three hard drives, you can now store four 1.5 gigabyte files. Does that make sense? Sure. Because you can use all the space they have together. Yeah. So there's that aspect to it where you want to kind of think of them as one unit. The second aspect is you don't need to remember where you put it. It's on the one hard drive. You organize it in a cohesive way. And you can find where you saved it. Does that make sense? Okay. So the idea of joining hard drives together. Is you share the space. Without pretty much leaving any space empty because nothing fits in that space. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's many different kinds of raids. And one of them is just, hey, I have just a big array of like discs. Make a, make a big hard drive out of these. That makes sense. Now that works uh, fine, but if you lose one of the hard drives, mm-hmm. like if one of them just says, "I'm broken now," yeah, like I spun too fast and I like literally crashed the thing into the platter and ripped a whole bunch of data off, 
um, no good no more, right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, at that point, your entire thing is basically kaput. Because yeah. each individual file could have been anywhere. You might recover some, but not everything. Okay, so 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 the RAID joins all of these individual smaller hard drives, hard drives together. Yeah. And when it saves stuff, it doesn't just... Go in line. No. Go in line. It's just split up the information, the data that you're trying to save all over the place. Kind of, yeah. Um, and there's performance reasons for this. There's optimization reasons for this. Or sometimes you deleted a file and there's room here, here, and here. So you have a big file. Some of it's stored here, some of it's stored here, and some of it's stored over there. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm wondering if splitting up data, like, good. Because then now you have to, like, manage all of these and keep track well, of all Well, computers that data are great at keeping up. track of stuff. But this used to be a problem on old Windows computers called fragmentation. Uh-huh. And your computer would get slower and slower and slower as stuff get, got more fragmented. Yeah. So there's a piece of software you can run called a defragmenter, which will go ahead and reorganize your hard drive. And you twisted your fingers together, hoping nothing would go wrong during this process. <laughs> because if something went wrong during this process, everything's gone. Yeah. Because it's it's now like reading and writing all over the place, trying to reorganize stuff. Um, so modern computers don't really have this problem anymore. They will refragment as they need. Um, and they will also choose to fragment more because SSDs are faster the more chips you use at once. So for an SSD, it's great to have everything fragmented, basically. Okay. Um, but back to hard drives. Hard drives are basically a bunch of platters of CDs. You can think of them. And on those CDs, there are a bunch of rings. And each of those rings represents a string of data. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So you have lots of those. Um, some parts of the hard drive are faster than others. You can imagine if the disk is spinning at one speed... You can read a lot more data at the outer edges than the inner edges. Does that make sense? Uh, Because the data can be spaced closer together on the or spaced at the same distance on the outer edge, but it will get to like where you're reading at the same speed than the inner edge, where you have less room for data Mm -hmm. uh, because it's a smaller circle. Um, So lots of have we ever talked about how do you get transfer data onto a physical hard drive or like a disk? No, we haven't, but we can talk about it in the future. Oh, cool. Great Great topic for the future, then. (laughs) Write it down. Uh, And if you listening have any questions you want us to kind of go over, feel free to tweet at us at Lynn and Dimichan, L-A-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-C-H-A-N, and let us know, and we'll add it to our list as well. Cool. All right, back to to the reading the disk on the outer edge and the inner edge. Okay, long story short, hard drives um, are not the fastest thing. Uh, but they have a lot of capacity, okay? Um, so it's cheap to buy a lot of hard drives and to join them up in various different ways. So one way, you join them up the stupid way. The end of one hard drive is the start of the next one, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, that's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it is to go ahead and say, okay, I have four hard drives, okay? And I want to join them up such that whenever I write... Um, a piece of data that's four bytes long. I want one byte to go to hard drive A, the second byte to hard drive B, the third byte to hard drive C, and the fourth byte to hard drive D. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So if you do this, you can go ahead and speed up your write speeds to your hard drives by four. Because instead of 
reading and writing to four individual drives one after another, you're writing, reading and writing from them all at the same time. Oh, because you have already decided this section is here, this section goes to this exactly. other drive. So then you're just like... Scattering everything. All at once. Yeah, all at once and in a very uh, predictable way, basically. Uh-huh. Such that you can rapidly calculate, hey, if I want this file, part A is here, B here, C is there, and D is here. Uh-huh. And I can read A, B, C, and D all at the same time. But then in order to be able to do that, you need to be, you need to then look at all of your data all at once to then know where the end and the start of one section is, right? So yeah. you still have to go through the entire data. Not necessarily. So hard drives know how to navigate themselves like pretty efficiently. Okay. But it still needs to spin and get to that spot. And you need to wait for the spinning and the getting. Uh-huh. But it can jump to any spot it needs to. Okay. Uh, and that's what you hear. So when you hear the hard drives doing stuff, you are hearing the disks changing speeds or the little hammer uh, or the little reader thing go back and forth where it goes, So is it scratching the surface? No, of the... you're hearing the little motors that move it up and down uh-huh. to jump to a spot or here or there. So that way you can get to so, where it needs. So in your thingy, you mm-hmm. have sort of like uh, this box yeah and you have many individual hard drive cds or discs in there right Uh, the hard drive not the cds or discs the each hard drive has many of those discs inside of it oh but the hard drive itself is like one thing oh so it's in case in case yeah so each hard drive has many discs in there yep and you have many of those hard drives yep Okay. So a so, RAID so software. So in, in one hard drive, if you have three disks in there, mm-hmm. are there three little readers? Or is it one reader that moves between the three disks to find where So there's needs? three readers, but they're all part of the same arm. So generally, the disk, the hard drive, will go ahead and store stuff. Not, let's read and write one whole disk and then use the next one and then the third one. Right. It will go ahead and use them in parallel. Because it's going to be faster. Oh, and then when the arm goes down, since it has like, let's say three prongs, each prong goes to one disc, it's kind of reading all of it at once. Exactly. And if that disc has nothing in there, it doesn't influence it because it's continuing to read all three discs at once. Yeah. Uh. Um, so back to the RAID thing. A very fast way of, or a very good way of using RAIDs is to speed up your ordinarily slow hard drives because if the more drives you have, uh-huh. now the faster your whole thing is. So if you have four drives, your system is four times faster than one drive. Does that make sense? How? If having four drive doesn't that mean you have to do four times of work to get what you need? Yes, but the computer is infinitely faster than the hard drive. So the computer can coordinate that. Okay. And then tell the hard drives, okay, I need hard drive A, spin to this location, B, spin to this location, C, spin to this location, all at the same time. And that's the RAID hardware or software that is doing that. Yes. Oh. So do you need to configure it in a way where you want it to read stuff or how you want to store stuff? Or does it do it on its own? You kind of just need to install that. You basically install it and you say, hey, I want this kind of RAID. So let me. So there's options to choose. Yeah, there are lots of there are lots of different types of RAID. So one version, at the end of disk one, like say you use all disk one, now you start using disk two, and it's as if it were one disk. Okay. Not the greatest. Okay. But dead simple. Okay. Um, like uh, quite literally, hey, if I need byte at the position twenty, 
oh, the hard drive one only has one through ten, so uh-huh. let's just go to yeah. twenty. Um, so dead simple like that. Now the second one is called mirroring, uh, not mirroring. Uh, oof. Uh, I'm forgetting the terminology. It's not called mirroring. It's called something else. But basically, uh, interlacing the data between all of the hard drives at once. Mm-hmm. So when you read and write to the hard drives, you do it for t- like two, four, eight times as fast because you have two, four, eight Cause like times the amount of hard drives. Because like what you said earlier, you split off. Exactly. And then you save it all in, at once. Striping, it's called. Okay. So basically, you have different stripes of data, each on it individual hard drives um now you also have mirroring now mirroring will take two hard drives okay if you write data to one it will also be written to the other one now this is backup yes excellent point now it's not gonna be faster because you have to write the same you're limited by the slowest hard drive Uh of writing reading you can go ahead and read from each one individually because i have the same data yeah um but as you said backup yeah. If one hard drive fails, you can not stop anything, pull that hard drive out, put a new hard drive in, yeah. and it will start to rebuild that hard drive based on the other one. So it'll re-mirror back what's missing. Exactly. So there's always two copies of there's that. Always so two isn't copies. that good? That is excellent. But you lose half the space. Right. Like you gave up right. literally half the space. Because that's the whole point of a hard drive is to back things up in case something happens so don't people have well that's not the point of hard drives but yeah that's backups and that's a separate thing we'll get into later in the episode um so the final types of raids are uh more intelligent so basically if you have five discs you want a system such that your data is stripped striped between all these discs Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's stripped or striped i've only ever read these things so who knows how it's pronounced Strip uh, has no e at the end. Stripe has an e at the end. Is there no an clue. E? No clue. No clue. I'm I'm dyslexic. Okay. <laughs> too much too much uh cognitive uh, ability to know how words are spelled. Um but you have these five hard drives, right? So you want to basically say if I have a piece of information that's four units wide, I want unit one to go on A, two to go on B, three to go on C, four to go on D, and then the fifth hard drive to hold a bit of parity information. So if I lose any one of A, B, C, or D, hard drive five has that extra little bit of information that can rebuild one of them from the others. Oh. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's a just a little bit of information, but it's equal to one-fourth of the other ones. Uh-huh. And it's just enough where if you lose any one of those, you can do the math to figure out what the missing piece is. Does that make sense? Right. But, but for instance, you're saving... I don't know. I don't know. What do you often save? Like, let's say you save a, a tax file. Like, mm-hmm. you wrote a book and you save that. It's... If a chunk is missing, what sort of information could it have saved up that will replace all those tasks that you missed like it's not like it, it it knows what you wrote so think of it this way if you have the numbers two five three and six okay uh-huh. add those numbers together two five that's seven three that's ten sixteen okay so you source 16 as the parity yeah okay we lose hard drive number two uh there's no more five 
But you have two, three, six, and sixteen. Yeah. You can calculate five. Right. But you can calculate that. But can you do that for like a movie file or like text? Well, file? Well, yes. You cut it down into small enough pieces of information. And it's all just numbers in the end. Does that make sense? Oh, really? Yeah. It's like a movie. It's just numbers. a sequence of numbers. Well, think of ASCII. We've talked about it a bunch, right? So you're oh right because it's, it's being represented the, the as zeros and ones. The image is being represented by whether this light is on or not. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you do enough complicated math, and you have some parity information, and then for the second piece of information, now you start at hard drive five, mm -hmm. and then you you yeah, like you work your way intermix with, okay. it. So now the parity information for all the other hard drives is on every other hard drive. Yeah. So you can lose any one of these hard drives. You don't care which one you lose. All your data is still there, and you get the benefits of having it striped between all of them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's that version. That's called RAID 5. Yeah. Based on the idea that you have five yeah. hard drives. So which one did you do when you set up the your hard drives? Uh, so I picked uh, complete striping. So I wanted speed over anything else. So complete striping, meaning? Meaning all the data is split up. Split up. And there's no recovery information at all. So if one hard drive goes, the whole thing is down. For just that hard drive, not all the other f other ones that you have. No. So in one box, yeah, I have I have boxes with eight hard drives in it. Yeah. If one of those hard drives go, all the other seven goes. All the other seven, the data that's on them is worthless. Oh, because you don't you can't piece it all back together. Yeah. There's no hint at that point. Right. But, but. I have a second case. Of eight hard drives. Yeah, that and, is the backup to that. Yeah, and every night or every morning at 4 a.m., it backs up the entire contents of the first one over to that second one. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I have a backup, but I still wanted to prioritize speed of access uh -huh. more than anything because, as I said, hard drives are slow and all our computers, they all have SSDs that are way faster than the hard drives. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want something that felt... Like using hard drives, okay. if that makes sense. So you you, so the speed is more important than the data that you're storing. Especially because I have a backup of that the data. data. Okay. So okay. backup is not RAID. RAID is not backup. If that makes right. any sense. RAID is the software that allows you to piece all of these individual hard drives together, and process the data or store the data in the most efficient way based on what your needs are. Yeah. So. Back to the mirroring, mm -hmm. I think that mirroring is RAID 1, I believe, and RAID mm -hmm. 0 is the striping. Mm -hmm. RAID 5 is the one where you kind of intermix it. Yeah. RAID 6, you have two drives that can go down. Yeah. So I think that's it. And then you can combine these. So you can have RAID 1 and 0, where you have four drives that are all striped, and then four other drives that are mirrored of the first four. Mm -hmm. Like, that's totally possible. Um, now... That is not backup to mirror something because if you delete a file, it's gone from both. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's okay. not backup. Uh, oh, that is mirroring and not yeah, backup. It's redundancy. Oh. So your data, like if a hard drive dies, then you can still access it live. Like the thing did not go down. So That's you're the just, benefit. it's like, okay, okay. Like you can put in a new one. Everything will be super slow during that point, And then you can rebuild it. Wait, but you say for the mirroring, if one mirrors the other, but if you were to get rid of one, it gets rid of the other. But I thought you said if you, 
you can swap it out and then put it back. If you get rid of a file on one, it will get rid of the file on the other. Uh huh. But the whole hard drive is a separate thing. So if the hard drive goes down, it's not going to delete the data from the other one. Uh huh. It's just going to be, well, your RAID now only has one hard drive. Warning, warning, warning. Okay, so then now we're mirror the other one. Mm -hmm. Oh, so. Okay, okay. So the data is separate. The data is not backed up, but the. Hard drive essentially can be considered as a backup because it's now going to make a new copy in the new hard drive. Kind of, yeah. So it's not a backup for your data because you can still do stupid things on a computer or your software can glitch and say, I want to delete all these files. You're not going to ever get them back with a RAID. Mm -hmm. Um, Similarly, uh, the RAID might lose some information on it. Or when you're rebuilding the second hard drive, now you're taxing that first hard drive a lot. It can go down. Does that oh, makes sense pro- in the in, in the, the process, process of recovering of the- it. Oh, so God. the mirroring, see, it's nice on paper. It's nice if you have like a hundred people that are working on something and you don't want to disturb them if they're mm-hmm. working on something. Yeah, you have a whole bunch of redundant like raids all working together. And then if yeah, you lose a hard drive here, you go and replace it, and that data is a little slower. But you have a lot of data to kind of build it up. Uh-huh. Um, and that's where the RAID five is a little better than the raid one yeah because you have or raid six because you have two chances to lose data um you have options where you can have a hot spare so basically you always have a third copy that's being written to so if one goes down it doesn't need to rebuild that one right away it can rebuild it much slower and doesn't tax everything as much does that make sense um so there's all sorts of different raid setups that are all optimizing your use of the hard drive at that given point in time it's not really backup for anything else like it's not going to save you if your if your computer room burns down where the hard drives are right it's not going to save you if someone steals them it's not going to save you if uh someone deleted something or if the hard drives had a glitch and no one noticed for years um so in those cases you want a separate copy of everything hopefully a separate copy that's cheaper um a cheaper technology than hard drives is tape like actual like Like cassette tape cassette tape tape um now we've gone pretty good at making tape over the years that everyone kind of forgot that it's still a thing that's being used and it's used for archival medium um and basically you can store like many terabytes on one tape in fact i learned just the other day that vhs tapes if you use them to store digital data instead of analog data for tvs you can actually use one VHS tape to store a silly amount of terabytes, like in the tens, or I think it was either 10 or 20 or something like that. But that's like a lot of data. If you think about a VHS, like remember the quality of VHS recordings, how bad they yeah, were? Yeah, so, so okay. like green. That was using it for analog data. But if mm-hmm. you use it for digital data, you can use it a lot more effectively. Mm. Does that make sense? So uh we don't use vhs tapes we use lto tapes which is basically just half of vhs and it pulls the tape into the machine and it will read the data sequentially like you don't randomly access i want the file over there please no you read the whole thing because it has to go through the whole thing right so it's not fast no it's a dead slow but the tape will survive a very long time 30 years with minor parts of it falling apart or losing data if that makes any sense Okay. So that's what you use for backup. You don't really use RAID. 
Uh, RAID is just for the access, and in that case, you choose what you want to like optimize. You want to optimize uh, nothing ever going down and everything always being available. Do you want to optimize speed? Do you want to optimize a little bit of both? That's up to you. Got it. So that said, we use our RAID for like files that we don't want on our computers that are big. Um, that we want to generally access anytime we want to access them. Uh, we use it for our backups of our computers. Like those, our computers are backed up to the RAID, which is a huge amount of space. Um, so that is a second copy of the data that's on our computer. So that's a great backup. And then that backup is backed up. So yeah, useful to have. Cool. Sounds good. Mm, tasty. You're thinking about pizza? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. Anyway, do your ending thing. Okay. Even though you already did one in the middle. This is a car alarm. We hear these on a daily basis while recording. Uh, to hear more about car alarms, follow us on Twitter at Lin and Dimichan. L-A-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-C-H-A-N. And you too can be a car alarm. I hope the car alarm sound went through because if it didn't, it's going to be like, awkward. what is he talking about? It certainly came through to me. <laughs> All right. Thanks Bye. for listening, everyone.